0: Thank you so much for joining us in this session today. Uh, one of the biggest things that we've been thinking about these days is online radio. How does it work? Is it going to work? And is it the future of radio as, it we, as we know it right now? But to tell us a little bit more about this is Emma-Jane Robson from Awake Online. Can we give her a warm round of applause, please? Thank
1: you. Oh. Hello, hello everyone. Um, thanks for um, sitting in today. Um, know it 's been a long a long week, um, but it 's all about radio um, so why am I here is to speak to you about it 's not on air it 's online um, it 's exactly that, but um, more than anything, um, we all here for one common reason and that 's um, to to discuss radio um, just to just to break in uh, my My journey um, into into radio, um, I really got into bed with radio about five years ago. Um, um, My first introduction was really co-hosting online, and I really didn't enjoy the attention um, of being a co-host. As you know, social media has a very strong marriage with online, and um, it just felt... um, too close for comfort for me, just being in, but in the spotlight. And then after that, I moved into traditional radio, um, and then found myself in in, in online radio. Um, through the eleven months of really pioneering this this industry, with so many other people out there, um, Hendrik in here today, um, we all in this together um, in the online space. And I think, for me personally, today is really to to discuss not really the difference between um, online radio um, and traditional, but how it's being received, um, how we are selling um, online radio, and where the industry's going from here. So the first um, point that I'd like to obviously discuss, one of the biggest points that um, separates traditional radio from online radio, is measurability, um, traceability, and measurability um, really equals accountability? Um, so it's a completely different um, different sell to the advertiser because we are able to obviously give advertisers full reports on on the stats um, around um, listenership and data, and the sweeping of of online radio. Um, As you know, in traditional radio, we had radio diaries, um, and those radio diaries determined your uh, living standard measurements, and um, it was really a hit and a miss when it came to to measurability. And online radio has afforded afforded the advertiser, afforded the the consumer um, really an honest space um, to advertise and what you're getting for your budget and how we how we spreading that budget um, so it's a really it's a really big point and a point that I'm actually very passionate about because um, the industry has needed strong accountability um, you know a lot of budget has been wasted um, and spread into areas that um, you know the 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 advertiser wouldn't have been happy with, but you know, online radio changes that. Um, the other big point: uh, cost-effective. It's a very cost-effective um, uh, platform. Um, reason being is is that you know there's more spread. Um, we get to engage with social channels, um, podcasting, which is massive. And then, obviously, obviously the radio. Um, so um, I just wanted to um, chat about the accessibility um, for the consumer and the advertiser. How easy it is to access online radio, um, as you well as you are aware, um, data is a problem in this country. Um, Data rates are a problem in in this country, but slowly but surely, um, hopefully service providers will make data a lot um, more accessible and cheaper for for the consumer, and Wi-Fi-free spots um, will hopefully be available. My um, passion and and love for radio runs very, very deep. it's probably the most beautiful medium that I believe exists um, in the world um, because it has the ability to to carry a message, and with online radio, we have the ability to cross borders. Um, we able to penetrate targeted audience um, audiences, which really leaves um, the advertiser in a better position because there's no waste factor on on that budget. Um, and uh, the growth in 2017 for online radio has been absolutely rapid. Um, We are battling with uh, the traditional um, backs against the wall and with allowing this new cousin on the block, online radio, to come in and really not compete with traditional radio, but add to, to traditional radio. And to be a part of of the the digital migration that's that's happening um, so um, <clears throat> sorry, I just wanted to the other thing um, that i'd really like to 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 chat about is how personal radio really is um, the touch factor um, that we are able to feel connected um, and not disconnected at the same time. Um, you know, back in the day, or still today, when you used to call in and uh, have a shout out or be able to speak to to the presenter, you know, it was the only time that you felt that you were really engaging um, with the people on the other side. But with online radio, um, you there's a real personal element of being able to interact and engage and um, do multiple um, multitask while you 're listening to the radio um, while you 're streaming you 're able to do so many other things which which really is a massive um, massive benefit um, to to people the other The other massive thing that I would like to discuss is 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 really around online and its reception for the individual. Um, online radio doesn't push to you it's more of a pull factor you decide when you want to stream in and obviously with podcasts and stuff you know there's a um, pause play skip scroll factor Um, but it's really leaving it up to the consumer when they want to listen and what they want to listen to um and why so um, um I would um, like to obviously ask, if there is anyone who does have questions about online radio, what online radio means to you. Um, um, And is is there anyone that would like to have any questions, ask any questions about the industry? Hi Emma. Hi.
0: Uh, great insight. Um, my name is Ahmed. I work at uh, Eyewitness News. But in terms of uh, online radio involves uh, streaming, um, obviously there are certain remote areas that still use FM frequencies. Now is online radio perhaps only available to a certain class audience and those who have the means to it? So someone out in a rural village uh, and outside, uh, you know, towards the farm areas, they may not have access to the internet and they only may be using FM radio.
1: Thanks for your um, question, and it's something that comes up for us um, a lot. Eighty-six percent of users are smartphone users, and as you know, if you don't have a smartphone or if you don't have access to, to Wi-Fi, um, then streaming does become a problem, and also compressed compressed data making it affordable to, to stream. Um, with regards to that, um, Yes, it's less accessible, but it's really a matter of time. Um, There are a lot of um, Wi-Fi-free spots that are coming up, and yes, the rural areas are a massive problem, but we're actually looking at partnering with the big um, uh, service providers um, to actually issue in smartphones. Um, We're actually working with a company at the moment called AdLocker, they distribute smartphones into um, all these rural areas that give people access to that, but it's just like everything it's a matter matter of time, um, really, and it's something that we 're fighting um, every day. so yeah: uh,
2: Emma Jane, I think one of the big problems that uh, we see is that there's no one system for reporting users and listeners on online, and everybody does their own thing. How does that influence what you're trying to do and how you're trying to sell our stations?
1: Were you in my meetings this weekend, Rick? <laughs> so, yes, with online radio not being um, regulated like traditional radio is, we do not have a research council like the BRC that's in existence um, to sweep listenership. And what you mentioned, Hendrik, it is problematic. Um, I look at Awake Online. We've got 12 incredible stations, and all 12 stations are plugged into different um, hosting um, service um, providers and um, all stream services. And it's problematic because for the clients. We need to pull that reporting um, instantly, and sometimes we can't have to go through to the stations that have to go through to to owner and farm or net dynamics. Um, and, um, the biggest thing that I would really like to do is create a research council for digital that we are able to sweep listenership and have our own rams at the end of the year that we would be able to measure growth, um, and kind of give that not only to the advertiser for the industry. The industry is needing um, listenership to be sweeped, um, and it's not all about the hosting, it's about the numbers. Um, And in in this game, in the game that I'm in, I'm in, in it for radio first, and then everything after that, but it does make it a lot harder to sell without the numbers. It's become our biggest selling point is to... Um, hand over measurability. Um, we're working on a, a cost per listen um, rate card model at the moment. It's really like your cost per click, but cost per listen. And, um, you know, to really work on a strong model that isn't picking up multiple IP addresses, but individual IP addresses that if that um, IP address streamed on and streamed out and decided to come back in, that it would pick it. Pick it up as one, one unique user and not multiple um, users. So um, that's where we at, and we unfortunately um, for online radio at the moment is that they they're not being recognised um, not because they aren't doing exactly what traditional is doing, if not better. It's because there is no sweeping um, element that is. Effective enough to measure that growth so we be fighting down walls every day um, and I think more than anything It's the accountability on the station side to really refer to the listenership that they have if four people listened in to the ad to state that it was only four four people and not 400 because that's where that's where we at um, and I have 12 stations that I work for. Um, that's how I see it. They're all my clients, and I work f- for them. And there's a large degree of accountability on their side um, because the industry cannot afford to um, have any disrepute on numbers, number callings. Um, we've gone, we've gone through that. Um, and so, yeah, it's a matter of time. Uh, Francois, from my owner, said it will take a year to do what what I want to do. So hopefully um, it won't take a year because I'm not going to wait. Wait a year, we'll have to, we'll have to fight this um, either which way. But more than anything, the, the industries and the agencies, you know, um, being able to sell digital radio is completely different to selling online radio, and that's why online radio has also failed in the industry because they're selling on a traditional model and not a digital um, model you cannot sell lsms for digital we do not um, we don't have spots we don't have time spots Um, we can have one our highest users listening in at three o'clock in the morning and um, we don't have any drive time our drive time starts when you arrive at work and you sit down to your respective uh, pc or mobile phone so we've actually got longer drive we actually have a longer drive time period than traditional radio um, which they don't know yet but it's true we have about eight and a half hours of drive time so that's a strong sell for for the for the industry too but we are going into agency in two months time um, to actually teach agency how to sell digital um, radio um, we are working on more of a demographic and psychographic um, rate card model that really um, looks at the consumer's generation, um, how they spend their money, their purchase behaviors um, their lifestyle. And we are rating that on that and not on the LSM model because we, the LSM model just doesn't work for, for digital. So, hi. Yeah.
2: thanks i wanted to ask about um uh, you're speaking a lot about traditional radio mm. um so uh, do you see this as sort of complementary to because um I'm, I'm i'm struggling to understand online radio because it's okay. not a broadcast so are you just using the term because people are familiar with the it's, is it online audio uh, if a traditional station streams it's content linear content is that online radio
1: Um,
2: so, so just just clarity on that and then um selling okay i understand selling to the ad industry but what about selling to consumers and to so how are you starting to build audience and get people to understand what this new thing is so so that you start building and selling to them
1: great question um with online radio we aren't only selling we educating at the same time um with regards to your question of traditional and online yes um not familiarity but really the fact that radio is radio it's just where you access it where you um, are able to access it from and some people are accessing it from their cars and other people that are, have become digitally conscious Are streaming um, radio and that's what online radio is it's really it's streaming it's going online and listening to the station um, through the internet Um, and yes traditional radio has got their own digital audience so you can stream 5 FM um, but they are part of uh, traditional and they've got a digital audience but for Awake Online, we only focus on online radio um, in the industry. And when it comes to the consumer outside of the, the advertiser and what we're doing, we're doing everything that we can every day to really educate people on digital migration, on online radio. Um, I had a very interesting week from um, a guy that I'm dealing with um, that started Bondi Blue... Um, Pretty much 20-odd, 30 years ago, his son um, started London Eyewear, um, and his son's new generation, millennial, that understands digital and ends from a traditional background, Um, and he said to me, I don't understand um, digital, but I need to do this because the brand is suffering. And I said, well, you do understand um, digital, Ian, because you're selling your sunglasses on take a lot. And that's what digital migration is—is is really to link the two up. You don't understand it because traditional has been around since for 45 um, years. It's all we know. It's all we've known, and we've only known how to access radio through analog. Um, and now we have online radio, which is more affordable. It's we able to access it a lot better, except for um, a lot of people that don't have access. To the internet Um, everyone should have access to the internet Um, unfortunately we're not we're not there yet but we are really everything that we do when it comes to the advertiser what we're putting out on the social feeds what we're putting out in our on our stations is a continuous every single day is continuing to educate people about digital and where digital is going and how important digital migration really is because if you don't digitally migrate you really get left behind Um, The newspapers suffered in that time, they weren't able to digitally migrate. Um, And radio is in the same space, um, but we've got online now, and really this move over onto online is really a very important place, and it's really all about keeping radio alive, the industry alive, um, as it's survived the years, it's been timeless and ageless. Um, and it's really where we just we are able to access it now outside of our car. And the next generation of cars are going to be all Wi-Fi free and Bluetooth, so you can plug in. I'm sure people do that all the time now. They don't listen to the radio. They actually plug in and listen to their podcasts um, or iTunes. Um. So it's really just about adding to the industry and, and, and keeping, keeping radio alive, but radio is still radio. It doesn't matter whether you are on frequency or online. And um, the only difference is with online radio is that it really allows you to access radio how you want to access it, not for the lineup I've presented to you or the times that I've given you. When you want to stream in, you stream in. And online radio's niche It's exceptionally niche. Each and every one of my stations are niche. Um, It depends what you like to listen to and what you like to hear, and that's what's important, not what I want you to hear. Um,
0: Emma, in terms of uh, obstacles that online radio faces, obviously there's the price of data on a South African scale. What other obstacles does online radio face?
1: Online faces a lot of um, obstacles. Firstly, and more than anything, is breaking into the market, really people understanding online radio. Um, The data is a massive problem. Backup servers can be a massive problem. It's something that we're dealing with at the moment. Most of the stations that I deal with are sound, but if, um, if digital decides to go down for the day, we going down, down with it. So really, to make sure that everything on the back end side is is up to scratch, but more than anything, it's really just online and what that means um, to the buyer, to the advertiser, to the consumer, um, um, and what it's about. So it's really the education, educating around online that I would say is one of our biggest obstacles at the moment. Is really helping people to understand um, online radio. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it I'd say.
0: Um, Emma-Jane,
1: mm.
0: one of I mean the biggest, like you said, problems that you have is data. And in terms of accessibility, when we, when we look at, for example, the numbers, uh, a station like SABC the, the highest numbers of radio listenership in the country are PBS stations which you know most of their listeners are from rural areas and of course we know they don't have a lot of accessibility to a lot of things but radio for example is uh, the one thing that they have they, they have that is more accessible to them even more than television and uh, it shows that they're able to reek in the money because they've got so many numbers so for a space like online radio if it's going to be the future, what other ways um, do you feel can be, you know, can be put in play in order to reach that market and try to also get them involved?
1: Um, <clears throat> we, to answer your question, and getting people involved, and um, you know, really opening up the doors for accessibility. Um, We do a lot of other things, activations um, on the ground, um, which are all actually educational um, awareness. Um, I am at a headlock every single day that I'm out um, selling because when I started um, this company, I came from a company um, and I went to a client and I came back to my boss And she said to me, "Um, I don't get out of bed for that amount of money, Emma-Jane. So I said, OK, but we need to put everyone on radio here. And she said, "Um, I don't put anyone on radio. If you don't have a million-plus, you can't get onto onto radio. And it was one of the biggest reasons why I started Awake Online was I wanted to make radio accessible and affordable um, to to and for, for everyone we've got a long, long way to go. um, And outside of just doing our best every single day, getting involved with um, the big consumers, trying to drive traffic, trying to do data compression, put in Wi-Fi free spots, um, distribute smartphones um, that have a partnership with the, the brands that we're working for, we are in the same space as the person on the other side trying to access that. What I have tried to do is to isolate areas that we focus on one area, we pass that we focus on, on the next area, but it's really just a matter of, of time and and hopefully sooner rather than, than later. Does that answer your... Oh, you also have a question, no, okay. emma Um you, I love the way that you talk about radio first and being here for your love of radio and, and that simple explanation of it's it's just all radio. What's your biggest vision for online radio? In other words, its biggest potential. I mean, we've, we've looked at the obstacles, and thank you for
0: being realistic. But like that Star Wars perspective that you sometimes talk about.
1: I'm not allowed to share all my things. <laughs> um... I think um, the biggest thing for me is really to prove the Star Wars theory and that we are all able to connect, um, and connect through radio. Um, So, yeah, really just um, radio, for me too, in this online space, is almost its own internet, Um, that's how big and massive and how far reaching um, radio can go, it really um, puts a really warm feeling in my heart to know that eventually um, the possibility of a mama in the rural area sending a shout-out to her son that's about to start his first day at Varsity, that's the potential of online radio, is to cross borders, to send shout-outs, to make it accessible for for everyone, um, one phone, one tablet, one ipad um, um and that 's the other thing with with radio is the listenership, the reach of of that listen um is completely different to t v as you know, too many huddles up you can 't see the screen, but um radio is able to project sound um, and really um not decide on the visuals for you for you either um you decide on that, but my Where I'd love to go with online radio is for everyone to have access um, to online, to radio, um, no matter who you are, what you're worth, um, or what space you're in. Um, If you'd like to be on radio, if you'd like to um, advertise on radio, um, Awake Online definitely would like to make that a possibility. So yes, proving the Star Wars theory, that could exist and will exist would be my greatest um, gift to radio, to the industry and to everything after us. I guess I think that's what it's also about, it's everything after us and the industry will carry on <coughs> after us. It's, and content, content is just so, so important. Um, what content you're putting out there and what content you're putting out there on a very honest platform that is accountable. Um, there is no room for for um, any disrepute um, and really there's also no room for um, the person that's being interviewed online um, with their Jack Black beer. He must be up for the DJ to have a sip and go, I actually really don't like this. That's how honest the space um, is that any brand is up for questions as much as the person Uh, As much as the consumer. So, yeah, proving the Star Wars theory would be a great um, ending. Yeah.
0: All right, well, thank you so much, Emma Jane, for your session, and thank you to all of you for joining us. One last round of applause, please. Thank
1: you.